0: what are you waiting for? Why not do that now? Just click on subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. This is Day 101. Today we are reading from the first book of Samuel. 1 Samuel chapters 13-14 through 14. Saul was thirty-three years old when he became king, and he reigned over Israel forty-two years. Saul chose for himself three thousand men of Israel, of which two thousand were with Saul in Michmash, and in the mount of Bethel, and one thousand were with Jonathan in Gibeah of Benjamin. He sent the rest of the people to their own tents. Jonathan struck the garrison of the Philistines that was in Geba, and the Philistines heard of it. Saul blew the trumpet throughout all the land, saying. Let the Hebrews hear. All Israel heard that Saul had struck the garrison of the Philistines, and also that Israel was considered an abomination to the Philistines. The people were gathered together after Saul to Gilgal. The Philistines assembled themselves together to fight with Israel. Thirty thousand chariots, six thousand horsemen, and people as the sand— which is on the seashore in multitude, they came up and encamped at Michmash eastward of Bethaven, when the men of Israel saw that they were in trouble, for the people were distressed. then the people hid themselves in caves, in thickets, in rocks, in tombs, and in pits. Now some of the Hebrews had gone over the Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead, but as for Saul, he was yet in Gilgal and all the people followed him, trembling. He stayed seven days, according to the time set by Samuel. But Samuel didn't come to Gilgal, and the people were scattering from him. Saul said, Bring the burnt offering to me here, and the peace offerings. He offered the burnt offering. It came to pass that as soon as he had finished offering the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came. And Saul went out to meet him, that he might greet him. Samuel said, What have you done? Saul said, Because I saw the people were scattered from me, and that you didn't come within the days appointed, and that the Philistines assembled themselves together at Michmash. Therefore I said, Now the Philistines will come down on me to Gilgal, and I haven't entreated the favor of the Lord. I forced myself, therefore, and offered the burnt offering. Samuel said to Saul, You have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord your God, which he commanded you. For now the Lord would have established your kingdom on Israel forever, but now your kingdom will not continue. The Lord has sought for himself a man after his own heart, and the Lord has appointed him, to be prince over his people, because you have not kept that which the Lord commanded you. Samuel arose and went from Gilgal to Gibeah of Benjamin. Saul counted the people who were present with him, about six hundred men. Saul and Jonathan his son, and the people who were present with them, stayed in Geba of Benjamin, but the Philistines encamped at Michmash. The raiders came out of the camp of the Philistines in three companies. One company turned to the way that leads to Ophrah, to the land of Shual. Another company turned the way to Beth Haran. And another company turned the way of the border that looks down on the valley of Zebuim toward the wilderness. Now there was no blacksmith found throughout all the land of Egypt, for the Philistines said, Lest the Hebrews make themselves swords or spears. But all the Israelites went down to the Philistines, each man to sharpen his own plowshare, mattock, axe, and sickle. The price was one payim, each, to sharpen mattocks, plowshares, pitchforks, ashes, and goads. So it came to pass in the day of battle that neither sword nor spear was found in the hand of any of the people who were with Saul and Jonathan. But Saul and Jonathan his son had them. The garrison of the Philistines went out to the pass of Michmash. Now it happened on a day that Jonathan the son of Saul said to the young man who bore his armor, Come, let's go over to the Philistines' garrison that is on the other side. But he didn't tell his father. Saul stayed in the uttermost part of Gibeah, under the pomegranate tree which is in Migron. And the people who were with him were about six hundred men, including Ahijah, the son of Ahitub, Ichabod's brother, the son of Phinehas, the son of Eli, the priest of the Lord in Shiloh, wearing a ephod. The people didn't know that Jonathan was gone. Between the passes by which Jonathan sought to go over to the Philistine's garrison There was a rocky crag on the one side, and a rocky crag on the other side. The name of the one was Bozez, the name of the other, Siné. The one crag rose up on the north in front of Michmash, and the other on the south in front of Geba. Jonathan said to the young man who bore his armor, Come, let's go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us for there is no restraint on the Lord to save by many or by few. His armor-bearers said to him, Do all that is in your heart, go, and behold, I am with you according to your heart. Then Jonathan said, Behold, we will pass over to the men, and we will reveal ourselves to them. If they say this to us, Wait until we come to you, then we will stand still in our place and will not go up to them. But if they say this, Come up to us, then we will go, for the Lord has delivered them into our hand. This shall be the sign to us. Both of them revealed themselves to the garrison of the Philistines, and the Philistines said, Behold, the Hebrews are coming out of the holes where they had hidden themselves. The men of the garrison answered Jonathan and his armor-bearers and said, Come up to us, and we will show you something. Jonathan said to his armor bearer, Come up after me, for the Lord has delivered them into the hand of Israel. Jonathan climbed up on his hands and on his feet, and his armor bearer after him, and they fell before Jonathan, and his armor bearer killed them after him. That first slaughter which Jonathan and his armor bearer made was about twenty men, within as it were half a furrow's length in an acre of land. There was a trembling in the camp in the field, and among all the people, the garrison and the raiders also trembled, and the earth quaked, so there was an exceedingly great trembling. The watchmen of Saul and Gibeah of Benjamin looked, and behold the multitude melted away and scattered. Then Saul said to the people who were with him, "Count now, and see who is missing from us." When they had counted, behold. Jonathan and his armor bearer were not there. Saul said to Ahijah, Bring God's ark here, for God's ark was with the children of Israel at that time. While Saul talked to the priest, the tumult that was in the camp of the Philistines went on and increased, and Saul said to the priest, Withdraw your hand. Saul and all the people who were with him were gathered together and came to the battle, and behold, They were all striking each other with their swords in very great confusion. Now the Hebrews who were with the Philistines before, and who went up with them into the camp from all around, even they also turned to be with the Israelites who were with Saul and Jonathan. Likewise, all the men of Israel who had hidden themselves in the hill country of Ephraim, when they heard that the Philistines fled, Even they also followed hard after them in battle. So the Lord saved Israel that day, and the battle passed over by Beth Avon. The men of Israel were distressed that day, for Saul had adjured the people, saying, Cursed is the man who eats any food until it is evening, and I am avenged of my enemies. So none of the people tasted food. All the people came into the forest and there was honey on the ground. When the people had come into the forest, behold, honey was dripping, but no one put his hand to his mouth, for the people feared the oath. But Jonathan didn't hear when his father commanded the people with the oath. Therefore he put out the end of the rod that was in his hand and dipped it in the honeycomb and put his hand to his mouth, and his eyes brightened. Then one of the people answered and said, Your father directly commanded the people with an oath, saying, Cursed is the man who eats food today. So the people were faint. Then Jonathan said, My father has troubled the land. Please, look how my eyes have brightened, since I tasted a little of this honey. How much more, if perhaps the people had eaten freely today of the plunder of their enemies which they found. For now there has been no great slaughter among the Philistines. They struck the Philistines that day from Michmash to Aijalon. The people were very faint, and the people pounced on the plunder and took sheep, cattle, and calves, and killed them on the ground, and the people ate them with the blood. Then they told Saul, saying, Behold, the people are sinning against the Lord, in that they eat meat with the blood. He said, You have dealt treacherously. Roll a large stone to me today. Saul said, Disperse yourselves among the people and tell them, Every man, bring me here his ox and every man his sheep, and kill them here and eat, and don't sin against the Lord in eating meat with the blood. All the people brought every man his ox with him that night and killed them there. Saul built an altar to the Lord. This was the first altar that he built to the Lord. Saul said, Let's go down after the Philistines by night and take plunder among them until the morning light. Let's not leave a man of them. They said, Do whatever seems good to you. Then the priest said, Let's draw near here to God. Saul asked counsel of God, Shall I go down after the Philistines? Will you deliver them into the hand of Israel? But he didn't answer him that day. Saul said, Draw near here all you chiefs of the people, and know and see in whom this sin has been today. For as the Lord lives, who saves Israel, though it is in Jonathan my son, he shall surely die. But there was not a man among all the people who answered him. Then he said to all Israel, You be on one side, and I and Jonathan my son will be on the other side. The people said to Saul, Do what seems good to you. Therefore Saul said to the Lord, the God of Israel, Show the right. Jonathan and Saul were chosen, but the people escaped. Saul said, Cast lots between me and Jonathan, my son. Jonathan was selected. Then Saul said to Jonathan, Tell me, what have you done? Jonathan told him and said, I certainly did taste a little honey with the end of the rod. It was in my hand, and behold, I must die. Saul said, God do so and more also, for you shall surely die, Jonathan. The people said to Saul, Shall Jonathan die, who has worked this great salvation in Israel? Far from it. As the Lord lives, there shall not one hair of his head fall to the ground, for he has worked with God today. So the people rescued Jonathan so he didn't die. Then Saul went up from following the Philistines, and the Philistines went to their own place. Now when Saul had taken the kingdom over Israel, he fought against all his enemies on every side, against Moab and against the children of Ammon and against Edom and against the kings of Zobah and against the Philistines. Wherever he turned himself, he defeated them. He did valiantly, and struck the Amalekites, and delivered Israel out of the hands of those who plundered them. Now the sons of Saul were Jonathan, Ishvi, and Malchishua, and the names of his two daughters were these, the name of the firstborn, Merab, and the name of the younger, Michal. The name of Saul's wife was Ahinoam, the daughter of Ahimaaz. The name of the captain of his army was Abner, the son of Ner, Saul's uncle. Kish was the father of Saul, and Ner, the father of Abner, was the son of Abiel. There was severe war against the Philistines all the days of Saul, and when Saul saw any mighty man or any valiant man, he took him into his service. Father God, thank you for your word. Through it, we see your heart and your character. Saul didn't consider himself worthy. He saw himself as being from the smallest tribe in Israel and from the least of the clans in the tribe of Benjamin. Yet, you chose him as king. But Saul was impatient and didn't wait on your timing and forfeited the throne passing down through his generations. Help us to be patient, Father, and to not try to rush forward with our own plans and agenda, but to simply be still and trust in you. Amen. You can find Meditating the Word on your favorite podcast platform on YouTube and on Facebook. If you're listening to this on one of the many podcast platforms, you'll find links in the notes to all our other locations. It's my goal to encourage others to strengthen their Christian walk through daily reading God's Word. You can help by sharing this podcast and by rating and reviewing it. Thank you for joining me, and know that I'm praying for you as we journey through the Bible together. And I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.